out here in the perimeter, there are no stars. Out here, we is stoned, immaculate. Thank you, Jim. Hello and welcome. This is The C86 Show. I'm David Eastall. I'm with you for the next 60 minutes for another packed program, as always, crossing time, space and genre. With the finest in indie pop from the golden decade that was the 80s as we'll be playing songs you know some you don't some you should and um as always we try to big these things up it's going to be a huge anticlimax, but never mind that's live i will have to say though this does contain adult themes i have no idea if it does or not but um i just always wanted to say that because it does sound a bit edgy and excitable but anyway talking of edgy and excitable this is going to be the house martins and happy hour
I know what you're thinking. That was Amy Mann, well spotted, and uh, the track called Pavlo's Bell. And then I was having a Proustian flashback and I remembered um, she appears in Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. Yes, remember, she was at the club. I think it was called The Bronze and she was performing there. And then it all kicked off because that's what happens when you have vampires at a party. It doesn't end well. Anyway, um, yes, I was a huge fan of Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. It was just one of those things. It just, um, yes, it just appealed to me at the time and um, even loved the follow-on Angel. I was that much of a fan. But there you go. That's life. And uh, before that, we went right back into the heart of indie pop land with the House Martins and Happy Hour, which was taken from the album London Nil, Hole 4. And if you're, um, if you're a David Bowie fan like me, and uh, Hole is such an important place because that is where the spiders from Mars came from. Woody Woodmancy, Trevor Boulder and Mick Ronson. Yes, they should have a shrine. I think they do have some sort of statue. Hopefully it won't get pulled down. It's a crazy time. Anyway, this is David Eastall, the C86 show. And uh, yes, I'm trucking up to the next 50 minutes of quality music, mediocre chat, but never mind. Anyway, look, there's a song that I've been playing all week and I've been absolutely obsessed with it. Do you, dear listener, ever get uh, that moment where you hear a song that's so beautiful you think god life can never get better than this and this was the this is it this is what i've been playing constantly about three four times a day this is pete murphy and cuts you up
craft Calling out the prince of interplanetary most extraordinary craft Calling out the prince of interplanetary craft Calling occupants of interplanetary craft Calling occupants of interplanetary most extraordinary craft You've been observing our Earth And we'd like to make a contact with you We are your friends Interplanetary craft Calling occupants Of interplanetary Ultra-emissary Well, I probably don't need to tell you who that was because 
We all love it. That, um, well, I will tell you now, that was Babes in Toyland calling Occupants, a tribute to the Carpenters. And there was a compilation that came out quite a few years ago, decades probably, um, called If I Were a Carpenter, which features such people as the American Music Club. Also, Sonic Youth does an amazing version of Superstar, and there's lots of other bands, which I won't bother go through because, frankly, Mr. Shankly, it's um, tedious. But several points on that. A, the Carpenters are probably the greatest band of all time, I say so because um, one of the first bands I fell in love with when I was very young and I was like, wow, those lyrics. And frankly, if you like the Carpenters, you're going to love Joy Division and the Smiths. And also um, a couple of nights ago, I did an interview with a member of the band and I've put that on my archive, C86 show. So do find that and uh, listen to me rabbiting on with the drummer for hours and um, fascinating. If If you're having problems going to sleep, listen to those interviews. They're just... They'll send you right there. And uh, before that, we had probably the greatest record of last week and possibly this week as well. That was Pete Murphy with a track called Cuts You Up from the album Deep. And you think Pete Murphy rings a bell or such sort of thing. I don't know. Do you have bells now? Um, Anyway, that was from Bauhaus. Well, he was in Bauhaus. Um, Yes. Oh, look, I know. I'm going to tell you a joke because it's hilarious and it will make me very um, fascinating. Look, how many Smiths fans does it take to change a light bulb? None. Because there's a light that never goes out. I know. Brilliant. Anyway, this one goes out to Joe, who I know is a huge Smiths fan. I know. Such good taste. Anyway, which one will I play? Oh, the suspense. Anyway, this is from Hatful of Hollows. Still ill.
Don't you know We're talking about a revolution Sounds Don't you know We're talking about a revolution Sounds like a whisper While they're standing in the welfare lines Crying at the doorsteps of those armies of salvation Wasting time in the unemployment lines Sitting around waiting for a promotion Don't you know Talking about a revolution Sounds like Who are people gonna rise up and Get their share People gonna rise up and take what's there. Don't you know you better run, 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 run. Oh, I said you better run, 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 run. Cause finally the tables are starting to turn. Talking about the revolution. It was a bit of a JFK moment. Where were you when you first heard Tracy Chapman and talking about a revolution? It was a classic from her debut album back in 1988, a fine year for music. Before that, we also had the most important band of the 80s. It was the Smiths, obviously, and uh, Still Ill from the album. Well, I think it was on their debut album, but that was also, um, yes, that was also from a John Peel session. And um, yes. Hatful of Hollow. It was a classic. Anyway, look, one thing you do when you get old, and apart from repeating yourself constantly, is um, looking through memorabilia, which I have been recently, and uh, coming across gig tickets, gig tickets uh, with great enthusiasm and excitement. And uh, yes, having lots more emotional flashbacks to the old days. And um, one thing I have to confess, which is a bit embarrassing, but um, I could always edit this out later, because it's it's become an event that everyone thinks, wow, that must have been amazing. You must have had the best time of your life. And it's like, and I have to say, I lie now, because I say, yes, it was amazing. It was brilliant. But actually, I hated it. Um, was Live Aid. Yes, I was there. And I always feel a bit bad, because I didn't really like it that much. And um, at the time, a friend of mine Andy Self he said David do you want to go to this event Live Aid I can get you a ticket and I said yeah fine whatever and uh, I looked at the lineup and thought well, god this is really appalling but I'll go all the same because David Bowie's playing and that's good enough for me and um, yes 
But it's it's become one of those events that everybody thinks it must have been incredible. But, you know, at the time, I was a very angsty person in the 80s. Not like now. And um, I was looking at the lineup, thinking, yeah, but these are all the bands I absolutely hate. I mean, really hate. Where's Where's the Smiths? Where's Susie uh, with Susie and the Banshees? Or even, and I was a bit obsessed with Aswad at the time, thinking, they haven't even got Aswad. This is just going to be appalling. But anyway, I went to it, and then obviously decades later, every everyone thinks it must have been amazing. But which leads to the next song because uh, this one actually just go just goes out to Jill. He was a big fan, but um, this guy played at Live Aid, and I have to say it was the most appalling 15 minutes ever, and he didn't get it really because it's like, play your greatest hits, mate, just play your great. No, not your new album that no one cares about. It was Adam and the Ants, or just Adam Ant at the time. I think he lost a few things by then. Um, yes, and uh, it was it was truly, it's the one thing that no one ever talks about, that and um, Sade, really. But... Uh, or Howard Jones. Oh, I mean, literally, it was a terrible lineup. But this is going to be Adam Ant. Adam and the Ants. And Dog Eat Dog.
I know, check me out with my Britpop period. That was Echo Belly and uh, Great Things from the album On. And uh, that featured Sonia on vocals and also Glenn Johansson on guitar, who I did an interview with a few months ago. And uh, that's also been podcast, so you can find that interview if you want to look for it on Spotify, iTunes and Podbean, just do C86 show. There's just loads of them there. I track these people down. And uh, before that, who did we have before? Oh, yes, it was Adam and the Ants. And um, it was Ants, wasn't it? He still he was still friendly with his band by then. Yes, that was uh, Dog Eat Dog from the album Kings of the Wild Frontier. And they did two John Peel sessions, which were fantastic. I tell you, early, early Adamant was just incredible. Anyway, look, what was I going to say? Yes, this is another thing that I was thinking about recently. Fantastic gigs I've been to. And one of those people, there was a few. There was, there was the Sly and Robbie gigs that used to be brilliant and uh, Iggy Pop. And um, yes, Bob Mould and Huskadoo, or Sugar, actually, which was his follow-up band. But then Elvis Costello, who I'd seen several times, once at Glastonbury, which was when he, did a, he started with his solo act, his kind of solo spot, and then sort of had the attraction. And then earlier when he was at the uh, UEA and the Pogues were playing and I was thinking about a classic album that we used to love back in the day, which was, um, yes, it was about 87 it came out, which was Blood and Chocolate. There is a track on it called I Want You, which I won't play because it goes on for a long time and it's so depressing. But this is um, this is on side two. This is going to be next time round, which I think you'll like, even if you've never got round to play in side two. Shame on you. As I stepped out upon the land and my heart was already down the stairs She's in the bedroom with that boy of hers Though her face is creased and her eyes seem strange There's a second-hand emotion out of that at 45 My tears were never enough to keep that girl alive now she seems contrived We should make the change Next time
And that, as if I need to tell you, was Johnny Boy. And the uh, track is called You Are the Generation That Bought More Shoes and You Get What You Deserve. Now, I'm really good. I'm really good at backing bands that you think this is going to be such a massive band. Everyone's going to love them. And um, they do one album and completely disappear. There you go. I'm always... uh, Yes, but I still think... Decades later, that sounds stunning. And before that, we had dear old Elvis Costello and the attractions. And next time round, taken from his album Blood and Chocolate, which is, um, yes, produced by Nick Lowe. And um, it's a classic. Do check it out because there's a track on there called I Want You, which is just, I tell you, play it at any party, play it on Christmas Day. It's just going to blow your socks off. Anyway, um, this is David Esau, the C86 Show. If you want to contact me, you can on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just go to at C86 Show. I will be there. It's always nice to hear from you. Keep it positive and groovy because, frankly, life is tricky enough. Anyway, look, what do we have? Yes, I know. We just had the summer solstice. Wow. The weather has been amazing. And um, without just saying the same as everyone else. But I can't believe how light it is in the evenings. And it does make you remember those festy days of uh, sitting around and dancing around campfires. Hashtag happy times. And um, yes, and listening to dub reggae. This is going to be Delroy Wilson and Dancing Moon. I'm in a dance. 
And that was the 10,000 Maniacs featuring Natalie Merchant on vocals. And that was Hey Jack Kerouac from the album In My Tribe. Before that, we had um, Delroy, Delroy Wilson and Dancing Mood. And that, sadly, dear listener, is the end of the show. Thank you ever so much for listening. This has been David Eastall, The C86 Show. If you want to contact me, it's great to hear your mess- have your messages, receive your messages, anything really. Um, just yes, go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and do at C86 Show and uh, keep it positive and groovy because, frankly, Mr. Shankly, it's a bit tedious otherwise. And, uh, yes, if you want to hear any of these shows, they've all been uh, archived and you can find those on Spotify, iTunes and Podbean. Anyway, a big thank you to all the people who've been in touch. This I will leave you with Tim Booth. Um, this is one of his solo projects, which, frankly, no one bought, but um, that's probably why the... <laughs> James got back together again, but uh, we loved it. And there was a couple of fantastic singles on it that if you listen closely, you too will go, wow, great lyrics, Tim. You still have it. But anyway, this is, I believe, have a great week. Don't give your power